Listener Production. This podcast contains general information only and doesn't take into account your personal financial situation or goals. Hi, I'm Sophie Tymon and this is The Clever Way Home, the podcast that simplifies the home buying process. Congratulations, you've done it. You've bought your home. What an amazing feeling. There's happy tears and maybe even a glass of celebratory champagne as well. I had a bit of a cry. I'll admit that. We walked away with our first home and we achieved a goal that we'd had for a long time. And maybe after two awful pandemic years, it also feels like I've actually achieved something. It's exciting. It's a new stage of your life and it's amazing. I remember the very moment that we got approved. We popped the bubbly, we had a toast and it was just like, we've done it. Throughout this series, buying a home has often been referred to as the biggest decision of your life. And you've just done it. But what happens after you've signed your name on that dotted line? When can you move in? Who will you hear from? Where does my money go? I'm joined by Nicole Hayes from Great Southern Bank to talk us through the process. Hi, Nicole. Welcome back. Thanks for having me, Sophie. It's great to be back. So today's an exciting episode because we're talking about having finally purchased a property and figuring out what happens next. I know, what an exciting time for everyone. I know. Look, I was personally in this position not too long ago. I know that I was feeling nervous, a little bit anxious, like, oh my God, there goes all my savings. (laughs) (laughs) So let's run through the whole concept of, all right, I've bought it at auction or I've bought it at pre-auction. Who am I going to be talking to next? Is someone going to be giving me a call? What's the process? Yeah, so obviously you've made that offer on your property and that offer's been accepted or you've made that winning bid at the auction. The first person that you should be touching base with, Sophie, is your lender and let them know exactly what has transpired. You need to let them know the address if they don't already know it. You also need to let them know how much offer has been accepted for. You also need to advise your lender of your solicitor or conveyances details as well. So then the lender can get about organising things that they require in order to get formal approval for you. So it doesn't just stop at having your offer accepted or having the winning bid. What happens from there is your lender then needs to get a copy of the contract of sale or the sales advice, which they can get that through the real estate agent or through your legal representative. From there, the lender will be moving forward with formally approving your loan based on all the information and the security that you've given to them. But the work's still there for you, Sophie. So it's not just a walk in the park yet. Okay, so you've just said that you've got to go through the approval process, but we've just gone into it with a pre-approval. So are you telling me that there's a potential of something falling Mm. over at this point? Yeah, absolutely. So when we go to formal approval, Sophie, that's where we're making sure that you're still in the same employment if we've done a pre-approval for you. We're also making sure that you haven't spent all that deposit money that you had saved for the property as well. We're also making sure that the property that you're buying is suitable to our criteria and policy. As much as what we also do our checks and we've got our guidelines that we run by, you're also doing a pest and building inspection in the background. So, you know, that could come back unsatisfactory for you and your needs and you could potentially pull out of the sale at that point in time. So it's just simply moving from a pre-approval phase into an approval phase now that you know what the property is that I'm purchasing. Absolutely. We're just formalising our approval for you. Once we advise you that we formally approved your loan, we'll then organise the loan contracts to be sent out to you. And then it's a matter of you signing it away. Okay. So there's more documents that need to be signed. 
What are the yeah. sort of documents that we need to be signing? Yeah, so what you're agreeing to is you're accepting the offer of credit. You're accepting the terms and conditions outlined by the financial institution and you're also outlining the amount that we're providing you and which product type you've elected to go on for your loan as well. So that is well and truly signing your life away on that dotted line. Absolutely it is. I know when I personally received the documents, there were so many pages, terminology that I just didn't understand. Mm. It was a lot. And it actually took some time. You know, we needed a couple of days with that sort of documentation to get through, you know, what we're reading and really get a good understanding because it's a big commitment, right? Absolutely it is. And it's not something that you can just sign overnight. It's something that you do need to take your time and make sure that you understand exactly what it is you are signing. Yeah, I think that's really important. So what happens when you tell me that I've finally been approved? That's the exciting time, Sophie. So that means that we've fully assessed the loan, we've assessed you as an applicant, we've assessed the property that is on offer as well. We then let you know that the loan's been formally approved. It's a pretty exciting time. Can I just say, I remember the email coming to my inbox and I like squealed at work, which was totally inappropriate for the time and place. Yep. But it's just like, oh my God, we've, we got there. That's it. But the journey is not over there. So when we let you know that your loan's been formally approved, we're letting your legal team know as well. They then exchange. So what exchange means is you're committed to buying that property. You then have from your exchange date, your settlement period. So it's a bit of a, a lull, if you could say. It's the period where nothing really happens. In the meantime, you will also get your loan contracts that you will be required to sign and also any other criteria that's required, whether or not you need to provide insurance information or if you need to close any credit cards or whatnot. So just going back on that, we've got the approval and now it's time to sign the contracts. Yep. That's pretty exciting because that's when the agent comes to you and they give you a bottle of wine and some candles and maybe some knives and forks and they celebrate with you, right, post signing the contract. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And that was like, all right, like you say, there is a bit of a lull moment in between all of that, but that felt like to me a real pivotal moment in the purchasing process. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lender will come out and sign the loan contracts with you. They'll go through all the contracts with you as well, just to make sure you are aware of what you're signing and you're comfortable and everything is correct. So I know that you say there's a bit of a lull period and it's usually the settlement period and sometimes they can get extended. I know that mine was. In New South Wales, they generally go for 42 days. But yeah, look, the vendor can ask for a shorter settlement period or they can also extend the settlement period as well. So once we get through that period, when can we move in? When do I get the keys? You can move into the property the minute that the property becomes yours. But that's a settlement date. So... As soon as you get the keys on settlement, you're free to do whatever you want with that property. And that's an exciting day. I remember as soon as we grabbed the keys, we ran in there, we started ripping up carpet to see if we had floorboards, which we did in some rooms, which is really exciting. But yeah, we just went crazy. Like that very moment we were there at the property. Yeah, it can be so exciting. I know that I get excited on settlement day for my customers because it's such a big moment. So at settlement, there's all this money that needs to be paid to the vendor Is that just coming into my account to then give to the vendor? Is that going straight to the vendor? Who gets this money overnight? You know, that's a really good question, Sophie. Leading up to settlement, your legal representative will be in contact with you probably a a week to a couple of days out from settlement and they'll make sure that you've got enough money for your stamp duty and also the deposit that you need to contribute towards the purchase. 
your legal team will tell you where to put that money and it's usually put into their trust account. So then what happens on settlement, they'll take the money that you've paid them for the your portion and also the stamp duty and the solicitors and the banking representatives will all liaise with each other and they'll make all the repayments. So unfortunately, you don't get any money in your <laughs> bank account, although you do get the money in your bank account. It's just got a minus next to it. <laughs> it's in the red. That's right. We should probably touch on paying for this property now that we're in there. We're ripping up carpet. When do we start paying for it? You know, and that's a really good question, Sophie, because, yeah, you do have to repay this mortgage at some stage. Every financial institution is different in regards to their repayments. That loan contract that you've just signed and that you've gone through, that will specifically tell you when your first loan repayment is due and every loan repayment after that as well. I know at Great Southern Bank, our loan repayments are due one month from the day that we give you the money. So if you settled on the 15th of the month, your loan repayments are always going to be on the 15th of the month moving forward until that loan's repaid. Nicole, thank you so much for coming in. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. We finally made our way to the end of the journey and we bought a house. I know, that's so exciting. Thank you so much for having me and hopefully we can see many people live their dreams and follow this journey through. I really think that we've proven throughout this series that all Australians can seriously own their own home. Of course they can and it's a fantastic journey for anyone to go on and I love to be part of that journey with them. For more information on anything you've heard in today's episode or to speak to a home loan specialist, visit greatsouthernbank.com.au forward slash The Clever Way Home. This is the final episode of The Clever Way Home. Thank you so much for following along. I hope you've learnt a thing or two and are feeling ready to make your Clever Way Home. The Clever Way Home is a listener production in partnership with Great Southern Bank, hosted by me, Sophie Tymon. Production by Emily Takado. Audio by Mitch Calladine and executive producer is Todd Stevens. Great Southern Bank acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and to emerging community leaders. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners and acknowledge the important role Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples continue to play within the communities in which Great Southern Bank operates and where their team members reside. Listener.